she like put us on hold and we were like waiting we were like giggling and then she comes back and she was like ma'am we've put the walmart on code adam <gasps> and that is like oh because God. a boy got lost in a walmart once and, and his name was adam was, <laughs> I, I can only hope and code adam means no one can get in and no one can get out <gasps> and they're like we're gonna find your kid and you i shut down <laughs> a walmart in kentucky, in kentucky for four hours and i was in like the fifth grade in george bush's america in george i know <laughs> Hi, Nico. What's up, Con? Not much. I love you. I love you. No homo. Mm, a little bit of homo for me. Just a little bit. Just a smidge. From two guys who are never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you into ours. Welcome to Boys Club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like their clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. Grab a boys. Grab a bagel. I was like, what do boys eat? <laughs> Hey. Hi. <laughs> good morning. How are you? Wait, I'm so good. How are you doing? Good. Uh, for the boys at home, it's a Saturday morning. We are in the apartment having fun. Um, Wait, I walk in and the first boys club that I... I was so stressed because I was like, I don't have any boys clubs. Like, I feel like we're, maybe we're really getting some work done and they're starting to disappear. <laughs> Couldn't think of any. <laughs> we're disbanding so many boys clubs, we can't even have a podcast anymore. That's the ultimate goal of the podcast is to shut it all down. <laughs> exactly. You blow so many whistles that there are actually no more to blow. And then it's finally quiet. And... But I walk in and that's peace. And you on your kitchen table have this like cup of coffee and this like plate with like little like four little bagels on it, like mm-hmm. with cream cheese. Mm-hmm. And it just was so beautiful. I'm actually gonna put a photo in the show notes. You know, I don't do the show notes in the show notes. <laughs> and I was like, wait, this is a boys' club, like someone that has like a breakfast routine, and the boys' club is you and my grandfather who's dead. <laughs> okay, well that's funny that you say that because I feel like because you were like, this is so adult, and I was like, I feel like I'm such a little shit about my breakfast because I'll make coffee and then I'll just have like I'll get four, I'll get two mini bagels. From Trader Joe's and just slice them in half, so there's four halves. Yes, and I'll put the vegan cream cheese because I like because I don't know sometimes this is so boring, but my stomach sometimes in the morning with like dairy, I'm just like I don't know, so I do the vegan cream cheese purely just because I just don't want to risk having tummy issues Wait, in the morning. Maybe you're lactose intolerant. So Maddie bought me lactate for my birthday, kind of as a joke, but kind of as a maybe you need this because yeah. I like sometimes when I have like thick milkshakes and stuff, I just like I can't anymore. Yeah, and my dad after like thirty. Or how old he is? Fifty years. Um, is after thirty. After thirty years. My dad who's thirty. My dad who's thirty. He had me when he was seven. Um, no, he. Your dad looks thirty. I, he does look young, but he has like late onset, uh, like, um, lactose intolerance. I don't issue. like the words late onset. Yeah, or middle age onset. To, like, certain things that are wrong. I with know, and, and he he loves milk and he loves ice cream, so it was really sad for him. Wait, <laughs> that's so fucked. Yeah, so I'm worried that that's gonna happen to me too. Anyway. Well, I know some weird non-dairy ice creams that he because I'm like the king of weird dairy ice creams that he could um, try. I should like ship him some Van Leeuwen's for his birthday or something. Do they have non-dairy? They have like great vegan flavors. Oh, you're totally right. Yeah, yeah. Nick Swedish ice cream. They have some like good vegan flavors and also like Arctic Zero if you like train yourself. Do to they like have that. that at your special grocery store? Um, yeah. That's Is why I go to Stop the side sometimes. Oh, and Stop and Shop. Well, that's why I'm on Instacart. Because Instagram, mm. so not even Stop and Shop, they do have it at Stop and Shop, but it's too expensive. It's Is that the one shop. that sends you that's like, Janda, Janda, Janda? Yeah. <laughs> Brad, 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 Brad. It's like this bag that they like send, and like whatever for whatever reason, it's got like his name on it, huge, and then it's got like whatever items in it, so it's like, Brad, 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 just like in the There's biggest There's nothing font. more intimate than someone whose job it is to pick my groceries out and take bring them to me. 
because like they know so much about me. They're like, you got 29 ice creams and nine things of bread and a bunch of spray butter. That's it. But I bet you're not the weirdest order that they've ever had to They're pick probably up. like, do you run a school? Like, <laughs> what? Do you run a school? Wait, one time, okay, when I lived in Chicago, lesser existence, but I lived in Chicago and I was at the grocery store and I was really into bananas at the time, but mm-hmm. like I've never done anything like a normal amount. And I was getting bananas and I got so many bananas that the person, the cashier, there's a Dunkin' Donuts across the street. The cashier was like, do you like work at the Dunkin' Donuts? And like thought that I was buying them to sell at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> it's like, no, these are for me. That's also, okay. don't ask people why they're buying what they're buying. I think that if you were in a sales job, and I've been in so many sales jobs, at least one, if you were in a sales <laughs> job, don't make conversation about what the person is getting. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, I think sometimes it can be, yeah, really awkward. Yeah. I feel like the only time they do it right is at Trader Joe's. They'll just be like, oh, I love these. Yeah, they do it so, so delicately nice. there. I mean, because I could be, what if, what if I said to that person, I was like, yeah, I have an eating disorder. <laughs> I'd be like so comfortable. Wait, this is like, so now, okay, so wait, this brings me to like a couple of my boys clubs for this week. Oh, please. Okay. Yeah, we have a lot this week. Well, so I was in Missouri yesterday. Stop. <laughs> I was and in Missouri yesterday. You live to tell the tale. And this happens to me all the time when I travel, but you know, anytime I have to get a rental car or I have to stay at a hotel, you know, you have to show your ID and I look young. So I always get people are always like I need ID and then they're always and they always have to comment you look really young and I've really started wanting to be like yeah I have a medical condition <laughs> just to be an asshole about it which is like kind of true it is <laughs> yeah. so insane to comment on like on any I don't know and I don't know if it's like a queer thing or if it's just I don't know what it is but it just seems or a self-absorbed thing yeah but just to like say anything to anyone about them just feels crazy yeah and it's like you know it's so funny because like my whole life I've been told I look young that's like been a very constant thing for me and everybody has always been like especially like my parents have been like oh you know, you're gonna love that someday you're gonna love that someday and I'm really waiting for that someday to come because I still feel crazy about it and I wonder yeah. if I'll always feel a little bit weird about it because I'm trans and that's like yeah. always gonna be an element that I'm gonna look just like a little bit softer yeah and like more youthful so I wonder if I'm ever gonna feel like comfortable with that and maybe maybe when I'm like 50 it's gonna be like yay finally like I look 45 or whatever right. but um they'll be 32 forever yeah maybe That's i'll be i'll be timeless but anyway i've been i one of these days i'm really gonna get pushed to my limits <laughs> i'm gonna say i have a medical condition wait the way that you <laughs> said that you're like my whole life reminded me of the parent trap mm-hmm. when annie posing as hallie was in the car with her dad and she's like you know why i can't stop saying dad my whole life dad, dad, dad. <laughs> i thought was a very important person in a girl's life do you remember this i feel like you would remember that. yes yes i knew that was an impactful movie for you <laughs> it's a good one. Our um, guest is incredible. Okay. Yes, but Missouri was great, actually. It was a small town. The college was really cool. For the boys at home, I did a show at a very small, historically women's college in the middle of Missouri, um, which my expectations going into it, I like just didn't know what to expect, but I left, had like I had a blast. The kids were so like sweet. And, were they like 18 years old? I mean, they were like any range from you know 18 to 22, I guess. Give me a number of people in the audience. Uh, probably like 50 to 75. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, it was great. It was really great. And there's 300 students at the school, so it was wow. like a fifth of the campus came. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it was fun, and the the folks that run it are like really sweet, and I, it was it was a great experience. I, was I'm it really run by the student union board? Yeah, like their like student activities committee cool. put it together. Yeah. Cool host. Yeah. I feel like the student union board is always the 90s. I don't know if this makes sense. Does this make sense? Well, elaborate. The Connor Whisperer. Our <laughs> guess is the Connor. There's something about the student union board that's like, 
they're not into this dumb, the, like the dumb shit that we all put value on, like Greek life and the yes. plays and shit. They're like, we're the '90s, like we're the cast of Boy Meets World. Sure, yeah, yeah, and we no, got a lot of money. Yeah, and we're gonna spend it. Yeah, no, they yeah. were really sweet. They were really sweet. Um, but yeah, so Missouri was. I was at a Walmart to get my dinner because I was like, there was a Walmart next to the Holiday Inn Express I that love I stayed a Walmart. at. Walmart, and yeah, it was kind of. It's kind of one of those things. Oh my god, I have so many thoughts about this. Well, because I was driving. And Maddie was like, how is it? And I was like, I don't know, like, America is America is America. If you're riding down the highway, it all looks the damn same. Jack Kerouac's on the road. Which is one of the things that I was, like, bummed about when we think about, like, we're just talking about Industry City and, like, Hudson Yards. And, like, they're just trying to turn New York into, like, everywhere else USA. And I just, I hate that because it's, like... I came back here yesterday, and I was like, I'm so glad I live here. I, I just feel so energized by this city, which is, like, I'm sorry to be so lame, but, like, I just, I really feel that way. I was like, it just doesn't look, nowhere else looks like this, and that's really cool. Wait, okay, you say that, but also at the same time, and I, I'm not going to say who lives near there, but we were commenting on they just threw up an Annie and Cinnabon combo yeah, near someone's That's apartment. true, that's true. So like, But that one is acceptable. We do have, like, a little that. bit of, yeah. But also, when the, on the flip side of that, everything being the same it was like well i'm in the middle of nowhere but there's a walmart right there so i'm gonna be okay like i you know what i mean like you always are a little bit like well there's something familiar even if i'm in a place i've never been to before okay at in the a town wa- of eight thousand, yeah, completely at the walmart did they have those little you know when they take a wrap like a like a wrap i had a chicken caesar wrap wait do you know the ones where they cut it up <laughs> into little sushi pieces and it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> did they it wasn't that though it was just kind of this mm. run-of-the-mill diagonal cut wrap I just think like what Walmart Who decided to foods? cut the wraps diagonal and just be like, look at this fella. <laughs> I think it's probably crisper that way. Maybe because I, maybe it'll fall out. You think it's something to do with the physics of it, like falling apart. Wait, I'll say yes. Boys, if you know, right in, we're going to look into that. Um, okay. And then I'll wrap this up so we can get our guests in. My second boys club, aside from being in Missouri and all that stuff was yesterday we went to come on everybody in bed for uh, a ticketed event. As we talked about gross, it was a pop party where a popper it was called poppers night but it was like and i a didn't pop get music. any poppers there were no i smelled them at some point oh it was like in the air but anyway Ugh. and then it was like so anyway it was supposed to be pop music which i was excited about and i was hoping like britney spears rihanna yeah that was not pop music it was just like the dj first of all was wearing a porn hub shirt so let's stop right there what a fucking loop didn't are, seem queer are, which i was kind of like why do we not have podcast. a queer like why do we not have a queer dj at this event i was yeah. so confused anyway and Wait, so, you don't think that person was queer? Uh, maybe, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We kissed I'm not in the bathroom. Assume. Me and the DJ made out in the bathroom. No, I'm just kidding. I was going to say, wow. Okay, <laughs> well, we have, you just know, now I made the that. DJ queer. But I was. I did wait in the line for a really long time you, in the bathroom. I watched you kind of Once I was line. in there, I was like, well, I'm staying in here for a minute. <laughs> because <laughs> I waited so long I waited long so long. I'm experiencing this bathroom. Um, but yes, so I entered a boys club yesterday of requesting the D- from the DJ because I didn't I didn't think I could do it because he was making me nervous because he just looked I don't know I was oppressive. Like, he just looked scary up there, you know. He's he's standing up there, kind of a god complex. Yeah, you know, it's like I was like I don't want to be that guy who's like requesting something, but everybody was like, do it. It's like a good request because I requested unwritten by Natasha Bedingfield. And Which so as I a straight it, person, I you think he would have liked that. Say it again. It's like a straight song. You think he would have liked that? It's a great song. It's that song is ecstasy so i put it on i typed it out on like instagram create and i held it up to him and he like 
didn't see it at first, but the guy behind him who was like photographing saw it. Who was wearing the straight looking shirt. Yes. And then he was like, wait, come back. And then he took a picture of me with it. And so I don't know what he did with that. And then the DJ kind of saw it and laughed, but they didn't. Wasn't he the photographer? Yeah, I think so. But he so. took the picture with his phone. And I think that's really interesting. Yeah. I'm like, where do you do with that? So if we, if boys, if you see a photo of me on the internet with holding up a picture or a sign of for Natasha Benningfield, uh, send it to me. I'm um, going to keep my eyes out. Yeah. But anyway, so I entered that boys club and it felt kind of good to feel like. Yeah, I'm gonna you, yeah. make a request. Yeah, that even if it's been, denied, that would have been really great. I know, I know. They said not that, but we will play shallows. They said, oh, they said not that, but we're just gonna do like tech. They like really wouldn't let you get your footing. They were just kind of all over the place. No. Anyway, and that's why we're not going to any more ticketed events. We've rambled for too long. Let's uh, bring our guest in. I have a crush on you. Okay, <laughs> boys, our guest this week is an incredible New York-based comedian. She co-hosts an amazing monthly show at Union Hall called The Last Drop. The next one is February sixth um, at Union Hall with uh, the lovely Maddie Peck. Um, so, boys, please give a warm welcome to Caroline Cianci. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Hey. Welcome. That was so awesome to listen to, but also so hard because I was like miming the whole time. Like, yeah, that's funny. That's funny. And I was like, I have something to say. It is. It's so <laughs> funny. Like we are so not, um, as the boys at home know, we're so bad about like deciding whether or not people could talk or not. Or like sometimes people jump in and talk and we're just like, just go ahead. And then sometimes people don't talk. Because we're so anti-confrontation. And it's like, uh, I don't yeah. know if it's that we don't care when they talk or we're just like, oh yeah. I totally. just like, like never know over. how to be like, don't talk yet. And then like yeah. also... Sometimes you feel like you said that, and then they clearly didn't hear you, and then they talk anyway, and then I'm like, well, I'm not going to go back. And then other times, <laughs> like, when you can tell, like, somebody wants to jump in, you're like, well, now I feel like I should let you talk. I don't know. Well, it's a work a, in progress. As an <laughs> avid podcast listener, I just, I know I'm not going to break the fourth wall and right. come in. You know what I mean? I'm not Wait, gonna ruin it. Do you? What podcast do you listen to? Um, you don't have to say. Well, you work on a podcast, I love, kinda, don't you? Do you work with the one that they do I at work The with Problem? that. And I'm a really big Poog listener. Oh, yes. yeah. And they love... don't have guests, which is so funny. I know. Wait, okay. So I met someone. One of my favorite podcasts, I like was on the show hosted by the woman that runs it. Mm-hmm. And I like met her and I felt incredibly intimately connected to her. I was wow. like, I know this woman, like I said, listen to her podcast. And then I was like, no, I absolutely don't. And then I was like, do the boys think they know us? Because they do not at all. And we have no emotional connection to them. I think they think Are they know you. Are you going to cut that? <laughs> oh, no, that's okay. I mean, I think they're, I, I think that is going to be a weird battle for the rest of our lives is having people that, especially when you do an art form that is so like vulnerable yeah. or can be, yeah. you know, and if people, if you talk about your experience, I think people feel like they, which I mean, sometimes I think you do have the opportunity to connect with people, but other times it is yeah. like, oh, you've, you've really assumed that we know each other, especially for like something like this. It's so conversational. None of you know us. But wait, I did meet a boy, one of the boys uh, outside of a show at Union Hall the other night. Um, really nice. Really sweet. And... Um, yeah, so they were like a big fan and listener, and they like, had been to some of our live shows. So really? shout out, yeah. Did they give any feedback? They just they said that notes. they loved it. Yeah. Did they say that they want me to stop doing the same ten minutes at our live show? <laughs> they <laughs> probably love it. No, 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 no. I got um, one new joke tonight, and it's about the Idaho college murders. <laughs> topical. Yes. Wait, the topical. the guy. I googled this. I can't believe the you news report did not come up on my phone, but I had to find out four days later that they got a suspect. Yes. I can't. Brian. Is Brian Coburn. Is it the guy Coburger? that like was the, um, he was like an in-class criminology class or something It like does that? seem, from what we can tell, that he, yes, that it was like him trying to commit the perfect crime. <laughs> it does which seem. Which is the scariest <laughs> thing that can happen to you because it's like, you know that like, yeah, there could be a storm or there could mm-hmm. be, you could fall, but you really don't think that there could be just an absolute sociopath. With a machete that just takes you out. Ugh. Well, like he not looks. For this. He looks sociopath. Dead in the eyes. Okay, I'm gonna say one thing about it. Jawline, slay. 
right, guy. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Fly. Total but that's, fly. I feel like that happens with these guys. They have a nice jaw. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It goes to their heads. Mm-hmm. I know. And it goes to their heads. That's Do you think that's bad. what it is? Like, you can do anything. <laughs> My jaw's like, so good. I must people. kill. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because it's like, dude, your jaw is so hot. Like, just be normal. Just yeah, be normal. normal. It's hard. It's really hard. Normal. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. So he he did all these. Cl- so the theory is that he went to this like the terminology. Theory, my theory. Your I theory. think so. There's. There, it really isn't said in like news. News reports really have no motive. There's no motive discussed. They don't talk about a motive on the internet. You can kind of just like piece together as three intuitive hot people that we are. That it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I feel like. So they're not. You're saying they are not giving what they think the motive is because they don't know it yet, or what? Mm-hmm. I think that it's just like unclear, and it's like mm-hmm. the idea that he just wanted to commit the perfect crime. I think okay. it's probably a hard. That's not like a black and white motive. It's not like one of them wronged him. There was a news report that said he DM'd one of the girls that he followed the women, not the guy that was murdered on like Instagram or TikTok or something. Mm. That's what I heard too. He found him on TikTok. Yeah. And like, it's a scary world. And honestly, you know what? Wait, this is so chaotic. I'm in this. Wait, can I see something psycho? Am Mm -hmm. I taking over? So (laughs) I'm a man. And like, sometimes I do forget that like being a woman is really hard because like if I turn a man down or I'm like, ew, you're gross. Like, I don't think I'm going to get murdered. But I, it has been brought to my attention, maybe by Maddie Peck, that like a woman rejecting a man is a scary situation yeah. and a work environment, not my job, it's my job, but my, where this like man is like hitting on this woman, it makes me uncomfortable because I'm like, I don't want her to be in a situation where she has to reject you here. And like, so men, what I'm saying is the least you can do is stop hitting on women in uncomfortable, strange situations yes. and download Hinge. We yeah. have Hinge for that. Mm-hmm. Going to a singles night. My God. Yeah. Yeah. This, I that appreciate was such a ramble, that. but I did it for you. No, I and I really appreciate that. I don't think people are talking about that enough. And um, I mean, I think about it constantly. I'm s- constantly worried. Yeah. Like, I mean, not really with rejection anymore, like because that doesn't come up a lot anymore. But like, even just like with if I'm on the street and like a man will say anything to me, I'm like, I have to not yell at him, even though that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you get like a cat call. Mm-hmm which used to happen all the time, like a few months ago in the summertime when you're walking around. Right. And I'm like, I want to be like, screw you, you suck. Which yeah. would totally eat him alive. Yeah. And instead I just have to be like, okay. Because <laughs> yeah. that, that literally sucks. is probably the profile person that will literally kill you as an upset Exactly. Man. Right. I'm like, man. he would kill me instantly. Yeah. It's it's so like, you know, I, I think about this a lot because I, I was talking to Maddie about this because, really because I was in Missouri. You know, I have all these experiences prior to transition where I've like experienced that stuff. And then now I've seen that kind of go away and like the, how I have more like of a, of a privilege of like kind of going under the radar. Mm -hmm. So like when I was checking into my hotel in Missouri, there was like these two guys who like came in after me who were just like, I don't know, a little bit intimidating looking guys. Like one of them had like a, uh, like a hat that had like some sort of gun logo on it. So just like kind of like some sultry characters. And the woman gave me my thing and she was like checking me and she's like, okay, one room, just you. Like, whatever. oh my God. Which I was like, don't say that. Oh. And then, <laughs> yes. But I was like, you know, if I were a woman, I would be like, fuck you for saying that. Like these two men are, you know what I mean? That would feel so scary. And I was already like a little bit like on edge the whole time being like, if anybody finds out, I'll talk about this about me. Yeah. You know, but like. You know, just the difference I could feel where I was like, oh, they don't even, they're not even looking at me. They don't even pay attention to me because it's like, mm-hmm. whatever, it's just some dude, you know? Um, but it's like been such a change of perspective over the last like two years for me of like, oh my God, like, I don't know. It's it it's a little bit survivor's guilt, to be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you seen those TikToks of girls that are like, we want food, 
but it's 2 a.m. <laughs> and we live in New York, so they like bundle up and like put on tons of hoodies and they put on like boy makeup oh, to funny. make themselves look like a boy and then they walk outside and they do like a different walk. Oh, I love <laughs> to, that. To like be in disguise. Yes. <laughs> I want to share my Instacart login with them. Yes. Also, do you remember when you were a kid? I don't know if this is true for everyone, where it's like if someone calls, this is very 90s baby. If someone calls mm. and they're like, are your parents home? You're like, yeah, they're here. Yes. I'm not alone. Wait, yeah. you love the 90s. I love the 90s. I was, yeah, it was like nostalgia. I, I was, um, I don't remember most of them, obviously. Oh. But a few at the end. I have three. Years. Three years. Three years. Yeah. Me too. I have like about that. Yeah. Yeah. But I do remember that. <laughs> I, I do remember that like you were supposed to be like, pretend like your parents were home if somebody <laughs> called the house. Yes. But the, is, yeah, the also of Home Alone. Remember in Home Alone? Oh, he's yeah. like, Mom. Yeah. And he's hanging the ornaments on the tree. I actually had this um, memory. You know when a memory comes yeah. back to you and you're like, oh, I've never remembered this. Yeah. Like this is the first time I remember this. Yeah. And it was when I was little and I think it was the 90s. It was probably more like 2004, but like that is still the 90s. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And I got a phone call and I don't know if it was on my landline or my cellular because I had a cellular when I was really young. And it was this little boy like speaking to me but it was very clearly like a man speaking in like a high boy voice but it was really convincing like it was really good interesting and we spoke for like 10 minutes and then he like said my name and i was like oh my god no it was crazy it was crazy and i was like what the fuck and then i like hung up hung up the phone i told my dad about it and then my dad called the boy back and it was like a mother it was, this is like the craziest thing i Whoa. remember this last week and then the mother, the mother was like sorry that was my son like sorry if he called you so sorry and my dad was like okay 10 years later, <laughs> I'm in high school and my friend Dana in my musical theater program, she comes running towards me and she's like, Caroline, 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 I, this guy's on the phone and he's really scaring me and can you take care of it? I don't know. She just came to me and I pick up the phone and it's the voice. It's the young boy's voice. And this was like literally 10 years later and I could not, and it was like, he called himself like Peter Rabbit or something or like some Wait, like old childhood name. Actual fuck? It was crazy. That it fa- was insane. And I was like, and I literally dropped the phone. I was like so dramatically, so freaking scared. It was insane. I yeah. still to this day have no idea. Oh, that was the last chapter. Of that that one? was the last chapter. Okay. I have no idea. So if anyone knows, ideally the last chapter. That though. is yes. scary. It's crazy. Like prank calls used to be so common back then. I used to get them all the time. I used yeah. to do them constantly. Oh, yeah. Like oh, I would. Me and my friend. Would, you were definitely big into prank calls. I can feel that. I was. So no, but mine were really intense. Me and oh, my friend would call a Walmart in the South. That's what we were doing. just call a Walmart in Kentucky or something. We just like picked a state, and then we called them and we did like a Southern accent. And we were like, oh, "This is so intense." We were like, "Hey, uh, I just left your store, and uh, I think I left my child there. If you could check the toy aisle." And then it was like all fun and games. People would usually hang up, but one time a woman was like so heroic, and she was like. I, and of course she's rogue. She's like Southern. And she was like, I will find your kid. And we were oh, like, no. okay, I guess we'll go along with this. <laughs> she like put us on hold. And we were like waiting. We were like giggling. And then she comes back and she was like, ma'am, we've put the Walmart on code Adam. <gasps> and that is like, because a boy got lost in a Walmart once. And, and his name was Adam. Was, <laughs> I, I can only hope. And code Adam means no one can get in and no one can get out. <gasps> and they're like, we're going to find your kid. And you I shut down <laughs> a Walmart in Kentucky, in Kentucky. for four hours and i was in like the fifth grade in george bush's america in george i know (laughs) and then eventually we were like we just felt this intense guilt and we let it go on for like another two minutes and then we were like oh shit uh we actually found him uh in the he was in my uh, ex-husband's house uh thank you so much and then we heard applause 
we heard people like cheer because they were like so happy <laughs> no this kid was found and i was like okay and that was the last one we did Whoa. for the walmart ones. so it's adam and amber are the ones that yeah god bless them a couple a's god bless them. first in the alphabet first to go adam and amber. oh my god that's so funny i feel like we've talked about this before maybe and i don't think this is like a new concept but like i feel like that time like early 2000s like it was like and maybe it's just because that's when we were that age but it was like you could be snatched up at any point. Yes. You could just be taken. And it was like, you were had to be so vigilant. Okay, not boys, only girls. I feel like boys um, were like, you're fine. I guess. You're like, yeah. you're fine. It'll be okay. Maybe. But I feel like girls... But boys are taken. Plenty. Yeah, that's Young. true. I think Elizabeth Smart was really important to the Who's culture. That? Oh, you guys don't know Elizabeth Smart? Mm-mm. She's oh, the one who was taken? Or? Blow your freaking mind. She was taken, and then I think she went on Dancing with the Stars. Oh! <gasps> I love but that. She, but she I was like, a, it was like a huge case where she wow, was missing Dancing four the years. the Stars is the type of show that's going to have the girl who was taken. Yes. That's so Get Amber funny. on there. She was she like in an underground bunker with this like woman that kind of looks like Ray Perlman for like, and a her woman. husband. Um, well, a man and a woman. But the woman was, I don't remember the is man. Is that what the, like. the Ugly Bones is based on? No, that's from my school. <gasps> that girl went to your school? And it's Lovely Bones. Lovely Bones. <laughs> what did I call it? The Crazy Bones. Ugly. Ugly Bones. I will the never correct you because I was like, that's not it. I was like, yeah, whatever. Wait, that was in the 70s. The 70s, right? Yeah, it was at Syracuse. Wait, we have to talk. Wait, that- it was at Syracuse. So it was, okay, so like, The Lovely Bones is like, a, like a, it's fiction, but it's mm-hmm. based on a short story written by a woman who went to Syracuse who something bad happened in a tunnel at Syracuse. Oh, do you know the tunnel? That. Do I know the tunnel? I think they shut it, but it was like a tunnel from like this park, Thornton Park, if any Cuse people are listening, really dangerous, crazy park to our campus and mm. it happened. Did it take place in Syracuse, that movie? No. Okay. It was like most of the movies in heaven, I think. Saoirse Ronan. Fascinating. Saoirse. Saoirse. Oh, I'm so sorry. Saoirse Ronan. <laughs> Please Saoirse. call her by her. Wait, hot Saoirse. take. Don't like her that much. Sorry. <gasps> I did not like Little Women. I'm sorry. I like Greta Gerwig. Fine. See. I liked Brooklyn. Did Wait, Saoirse Brooklyn? Ronan was in that movie? Yeah. Little Women? No, no, no. Not Little Women. Saoirse. I said Saoirse. 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 Perfect. I know. And it is my people, you know. You know what I've been obsessed with recently? Um, is watching videos of the guy who plays Tom Wamsiams and the woman who plays Shiv Roy speaking in their Australian and British accents. Is that a dragon thing? What? Is that from the dragon? No, that's Succession. Oh my oh, gosh. I'm I love sorry. their accents so much. I am obsessed. So Maddie had never seen it before, and so we just rewatched all of it. Um, and it was as good the second time around, if not better. All You watch all of Succession? Mm-hmm. So it's I, coming I, out soon. I'm so excited. I, so I've seen... I, I watched it... I was late to the, f- maybe I think first two seasons had come out by the time I like got to it, but then I was like watching the third season live. So I'd seen all the way through and then Maddie had never seen it. So we just w- rewatched it over like the last like two months. Oh my um, God. It's amazing. It's, it's modern Shakespeare. It's just, it, I cannot absolutely. say enough good stuff about it. Yeah. It's such a, it's so good. It's so good. Ugh, Do you I, support um, Greg and Tom? Yeah. I love, I love their little, their little relationship. I was just talking to my, to my roommate Sam about this. Um, what I love about it is it does have so much, like, um, I feel like it, there's so much about the storylines that really are lifted from, like, Shakespearean types of, like, stories with, like, Absolutely. the succession and, like, the father-son stuff. And, like, Tom's character is very much, like, the, like, kind of, like, eunuch character, a little bit queer-coded, a little bit, like, mm-hmm. this kind of side, unrelated party who's, like, got a lot of schemes going on, unsuspected you know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, such an interesting and, like, tr- like really lifted from, like, r- classic totally. story structure. Mm-hmm. And I just find that so impressive and cool. Mm-hmm. So I, lo- I love Tom for that reason because I think he's, like, a, 
a really interesting that's character. a really good point yeah anyway sorry not to Connor, go do you succession. watch succession when the thing with the podcast <laughs> is you always have to have a take no it's okay <laughs> you don't always have to have a take my take is that I think that I should watch it when I'm done. Oh. Girls, I'm going to try to watch it. Everyone that I respect watches it. Kind of like true for girls as well. Mm-hmm. If you don't watch girls, I don't respect you. Um, you haven't um, seen girls? No, I'm watching it right now. For the first the time? time? Yeah, I have ADHD. Third time or first time? Um, Really first. No, Wait. that's not true. Well, before I watched like the first two. <laughs> you have seen, you talk about girls so much, you've seen it all the way through, haven't you? Well, 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 no, only the first two seasons, first two seasons. But then I was like funny anymore, but now I, I'm watching, I'm on season four. You talk bad at the end, I'm like, whatever, I love gotta, it. I love it. Who do you identify with? If any of them. You don't have oh, to. There's always pressure to like identify Hannah, with someone. Probably Hannah, which sucks. But Wait, which she's one? Really Hannah's sh- Lena Dunham's character? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Because Hannah, I don't know. I just feel like if you are going to perform and do comedy at all, you have to be like a little self-centered and self-obsessed and yes thank you and hannah is so much of that Mm -hmm. i think we do have a little bit she is kind of like the most indulgent version of that part of yourself which is kind of like liberating to watch play out Mm -hmm. and be like safely see what part of your ego would do you know what i mean yeah and it feels good to know i'm not at that level yeah yeah I'm and not, i don't know if i ever will I'm be not that crazy which is awesome yeah. yeah yeah and then marnie to me this is we might need to cut this because it is industry talk but marnie and it's actually also mean but marnie to me is like the 24 year old who's really not funny but found a community at an open mic and has so suddenly found purpose and never had purpose before and it's like this is gonna be my new personality and i'm not gonna say it. like that's like that's a whole that's a thing oh, like that's wait. a person speaking of girls i saw um charlie Right? Yes. He is everywhere. I saw him at, um, we went to see Gerard Carmichael at Union Hall when he was working out his set for um, the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. And uh, Charlie was like standing in the back. And I had the weirdest thing where I like turned and I looked at him. And I was like, how do I know that guy? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, that's a guy from Girls. You said and he tall. looks. Yeah, he's tall. He's got a shaved. I mean, he doesn't look a day different from the first episode of that show. Yep. Like he just has timeless. I once heard that people see whatever his name is, Charlie, mm-hmm. from Girls, everywhere in New York. And I was like, that'll never happen to me. My first week in New York, I'm biking down the <laughs> Hudson River Greenway. I look, and he's, like, walking from the park. And I'm like, life is awesome. Yeah. And speaking of succession, um, Kieran Culkin lives right over here. I, I was walking next to him the other day, like, stride for stride, just the two of us on the sidewalk. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I ran into – not ran into. I – saw Nicholas Braun on the street and then I walked up to him. It was in Bushwick. Wow. And it was at 1 a.m. Does he live in Brooklyn? I don't think so. I think he frequents though. You know, that's I my was, guess. Maddie and I were talking about if there were to be another, like a recasting of that show, I think your sweet boyfriend Jack could play Cousin Greg. Yeah. I think he would do an amazing job at I, that. I think he looks like him and their height is very similar. And Jack really likes nicholas braun and i i was with jack that night and i left i left and i was like okay bye and then like 30 minutes later i ran into nicholas braun and jack was like are you freaking what you said hi to him yeah i talked to him i said hey and i wasn't dating jack at the time but i wanted to tell um nicholas that like i knew someone that looked like him but i didn't want to say boyfriend so i was like um my friend that i'm kind of dating looks like you and he was like okay <laughs> we'd be like this i know someone who looks like you and i think they're really it was so weird we like shook hands is he nice <laughs> yeah he was as nice as he could be yeah, yeah it was totally. like 1 a.m and i stopped him and he was like were you just at that party at um the sultan room and i was like no I was on the Upper West Side at a comedy show. And he was like, okay. <laughs> That's so funny. Care. What comedy show on the Upper West Side? Um, it was Michael Avra's show. Oh, so it's coming back. Neighborhood Darlings. Yeah. Shout out. Um, he Nicholas Braun owns a bar in the Lower East Side, Ray's, Ray's. Bar. 
He's there a lot. I've heard that's why people go. Yeah, because I think at the beginning, oh, him. I yeah. think at the beginning he was like bartending a little bit and just like kind of fuck. <laughs> like he would like be at the bar just. Like, and I think that probably got to a point where he was like, okay, I actually don't want to do this all that often. And so like, bartending like, is not that fun. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wait, do you think that you would ever want to suppose so? You have a successful career. You're extremely happy. Do you want to own like people do own restaurants? Do you want to own a restaurant? Ashton Kutcher energy. Uh, you know, I wish I knew more about owning. It's like what? <laughs> yes. What is? What is it to own? Yeah. What does it entail? Does it entail a lot of physical work? I think it's. It, I imagine it's more of an investor situation. This is what would be upsetting mm. to me if I got to a point where I wanted to like own something that had nothing to do with comedy, or writing or creative stuff, and. Then all of a sudden, I'm spending all my time being the CEO of a restaurant or whatever, the owner of a mm-hmm. restaurant. I'm like, now, I, why am I wasting all my time with the business side of this? Something I never wanted yeah. to do instead of writing or making mm. things, you know? They maybe just attach their names. Yeah, I think yeah, there's different like nice. levels. But like, what yeah. is the benefit of that? Because people I, are like, oh, you can always is. go. And it's like, you can go to your house. I don't know. Wait, but I honestly thought about that like knowing that you have a place to go where you can kind of just like stroll in and everyone's mm-hmm. like hey yeah i also there think it's is. like a so i was i've been i've been watching this documentary um called welcome to wrexham which is about a welsh football club i want to watch it's good that ryan reynolds and rob mcelhaney bought so <laughs> so funny it's really i liked okay i like the documentary that's weird that they know each other yeah so they kind of met through <laughs> buying this um Welsh football club together. We got Aww. two bids, but they uh, met each other, hit it off. Now we got one. <laughs> they're like, they're one like, well, so Rob McElhenney wanted to buy it and then like went to Ryan Reynolds to, because he was like, at the beginning of the documentary, he's like, I needed, like, I have TV money, but I needed like movie money, like Marvel movie mm, money. Yeah. And so obviously Deadpool and all that stuff. But also Ryan Reynolds owns a gin company. He owns a <gasps> Mint Mobile. Okay. He owns like, he's an a, entrepreneur. He owns like a wow. bunch of stuff. And I was like, okay, so that's how you make a lot of money as you just like, yes. Mm-hmm. Because he like, Lip- has like exactly he's got like this mint mobile that just got acquired by t-mobile it's like oh yeah you just make a company good enough until t-mobile acquires it and then you yes, wait cash he was out. mint mobile yes oh my god yes isn't that crazy ryan reynolds yeah he owns like a bunch of stuff we should give him more credit that's hard to do yeah i guess that's what he's like and then also he's acting i don't know that is how you make an insane amount of money though yeah. like if you were two ways one you could be a musician they make a lot of money and then two no way I feel like touring. <laughs> I'm talking about Grande, who also owns own shit. Mm. I mean, I'm wearing her perfume right now. Cloud, <gasps> Cloud. Sure. Cloud, shout out. Yes. yes. Cloud, high, rise up. <laughs> but uh, that is the way that you become insanely, like you're only going to make so much money from like acting and shit. Mm. The money is in finding a company and then selling it. And the company, it's like alcohol, beauty product, products. I, I don't know if restaurants are that lucrative for these people. I have no idea. That's yeah. what we got to do though. I'll do that with you if you want. I don't think I want to do that. I okay. don't know. It's a fluid concept. Can you let me know. Fluid. Yeah. The door's always open. But I what th- product would you sell? Gin. Gin? Or <laughs> okay, you're stealing sober. from Ryan. You know, it'd be so fun. Superman, <laughs> Connor, Jan. You, could do, <laughs> see you the could do the new article. thing. Do you think there is a market, and you can be honest, for alcohol-free things? So there's Kin, like from one of the oh, Hadiths. Yeah. Like, people say that there's a market, but here's my question. If you're not... Do people want who aren't drinking? Part of the beauty of non drinking is that you're saving money to mm. use on Botox and stuff. <laughs> so, like, do people want to spend? Because those drinks are expensive. They're seven dollars. Yeah, yeah, like, I can. do people want to still spend that money to hold like a like a glorified kombucha? Yeah. I don't know the answer to that. I feel like no. But maybe like the Hadid, one of the Hadids did it, and it's like kind of a cool product. It's always CBD. 
Yeah. I want one without hemp or yeah. CBD. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. want to relax. Yeah, so they're like... just trying to mellow you out, I guess. Yeah. 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 I, I think that maybe there would be a market for, like, I think male makeup is really not, doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Wait, skincare. Skin, I have skincare. to tell you, because you asked me before, yeah, I have a crazy, like, it like truly feels like pyramid scheme, but, like, <laughs> I have a crazy um, skincare secret. Well, you have beautiful skin. Oh my God, that's really nice. I've been, so I have been struggling for the past two weeks with my skin because I ran out of my product and that's my secret. And it's so sus. If you guys are vegan, I'm sorry. We're not. We actually are (laughs) not the opposite of vegan. Okay. Oh, good. Yes, we only eat red meat. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Okay, perfect. So I discovered it when I was using TikTok. I I saw like one video on it and I was sold and it is beef tallow. Wait, spell tallow. Beef tallow. <laughs> What's tallow? It's like rendered fat. Ah. It's in your face. I swear to God, it's rendered beef tallow. Are you wearing makeup right now? I have concealer on. You have the skin of a baby. Skin of a baby. It is. I mean, it is really smooth. Rendered beef tallow, whipped. It's whipped to make it like fun to put on. Sure. And you know what got me? I I saw the TikTok video and then I saw this one comment and it was, "Yes, my eighty-year-old grandmother wears this every day and she looks." 50 All and i said that's one green shack one, yes. one person that's like it works especially and like, okay. when it's like it's not some new brand that like selena gomez just made it's yeah. like i just don't trust that yet sure. but beef tallow that's like been in the countryside for thousands of years yeah. and like this grandma uses it i'm like let's do it and i have really dry skin and it's the most like hydrating thing and i can't, i get it on etsy like someone a woman makes what it wow i i don't pay a lot does it smell like beef? no so you can get the one that... Yeah, you want to smell like a pork chop. <laughs> no, it doesn't smell because everyone else like, that. somebody cooking burgers, not just Caroline. <laughs> but her skin looks great. You know, I pay. I paid for the trial size. It lasted me a long time. It was $7. And wow, I recently wow. got a big jug and I'm waiting for it to come. And that was like 14 That's awesome. And it's amazing, What's guys. What's consistency? It's a moisturizer. Wait, so in this book that we read, Bittersweet, it was like people... <laughs> Which we both had a meltdown on the train internally yesterday when Damien said he didn't like it, but it was a different book. Was he was, different he book. said it was something oh, about a God. restaurant or some shit. Yeah, he didn't... <laughs> it, no, it, it, he was not thinking book. of the same book as we were. And it's not the highest brow shit that's ever been written. Whatever. But like, we're... This is a podcast of the people, but it says on that podcast that it's like people who are like in communities where just like people, whether there's like more civil unrest, this sounds so insane every time I describe this, there's more civil, the history of civil unrest or whatever, it sounds so bad, (laughs) like where there's more people, they're just more aware that like death is going to happen. They're just happier. Like I think in America, we kind of like put it off and then we like don't think about it or talk about it. And it's like, no. None of this matters. We're all going to die. Yeah. And it's wow. Okay. You think it's an American thing? I think that we like are not that in touch with the fact that we're all just going to drop dead and turn to dust and none of this matters at all. I kind of feel that. I feel like once a week I'll ask a friend of mine, like, do you think about death? And they're like, no. Yeah. Like I have so much anxiety about like exercise and it's like, hey, babe, your abs, they're not going to go to heaven. You're literally going to drop dead. You're actually going to drop dead. Time isn't even linear. Wait, I have another book for you that I just finished that Jen Wagley, shout out. Okay. Recommended and, and lent to me. It's called Tribe, and it's about this guy who basically studied just, like, he studied um, Native Americans, and he studied, like, um, some kind of, like, war-torn areas and, like, the the way that people, like, communities come together. Um, And basically, in um, contrast to a, like, very late-stage capitalist, like, suburban United States that's, like, super isolated and, like, you know, we're not—we're all kind of wrecked for community, and especially in— 
I don't know, a lot of areas of the country where you're like living in just Highways. your house, highway, whatever. Um, and something that he said in that too was that like there was a lot of people who were saying like the times of war, like in London and like during the bombings over the Blitzkrieg and like World War II was like some of the happiest times for people mm -hmm. because there was this sense of camaraderie and this like everybody that you saw on the street was like, we are all fighting the same fight right now. And like that was strong enough that like some people were like, I miss the war. That's when we laughed more when it was happening. Oh. And it's just like this weird like dissonance where you think that's got to be the scariest time in your life. But because that community mm. is so strong, it's like overpowered. It's like the strongest thing we have, you know? And that's a stunning. constant reminder. It was really beautiful. It made oh. me tear up on the plane. But anyway, you should that's read stunning. it. It's a really good book. I'm going to read it. can't yeah. just keep having a random conversation. This is such a deep podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we all need to like uh. process what's happening. I love that. Yeah. And I'm probably going to download that. On my new Kindle. Oh yeah, that's a boys' club. <laughs> Speaking Kindles? of Kindles, Kindles. I I feel I feel like that is um, because I feel like they had a heyday. Yep. And I and I I don't know if I would prefer one or not. Do you miss ever the the pages? You know, never. Okay. Because in New York, don't have a lot of time mm -hmm. in my day to read. Besides, on the subway, going to and for work. That's when I read too. Yes, it's the only, and it's like an hour total train time, mm -hmm. and it's amazing. Your, your commute is an hour. Um, total 30 back 30 and, and forth. 30. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would yeah, be crazy. Yeah. That, that would be, be terrible. It'd be like, you should move or I've, quit. I've, I've done that before. Um, and sometimes rushing out of your home in the morning, you forget your thick book. Yeah. Also, it's heavy as hell. Yeah. A thick book. Yeah. And I'm reading thick books. I'm never reading a thin book. <laughs> I'm not that person. Well, this a one's big thin. One. I'll give it to you. It's a oh, quick, perfect. It's a quick one. <gasps> Thank you. Mm -hmm. What have you read recently? That feels like a trap. Um, I just finished. Actually, I started a notes app. What did I just finish? Oh, I'm reading... Well, right now I'm reading Elena Ferrante, who is that... Have you guys heard of her? Mm -mm. She's this Italian author, and she writes under a pseudonym, and no one knows who she is. Oh. And she's so famous. Awesome. And I'm like, you are so sick. Like, that is... I mean, I just respect her. And it has to be It has to be a girl, because like the stuff she writes about, about women, yeah. a guy, like a guy could never know about it. Right. And if it is a guy, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> it's like, you just can't write that. <laughs> no, that's Elena funny. Fuente. Did I say her? She's Italian. <laughs> Can you cut the part where I said it weird. Ferrante. Fuentes. Fuentes. <laughs> Wait, it's there's actually nothing cooler than to be so famous and anonymous and be like, I don't even fucking care. Wait, Banksy. you know what? Who was like that? And then she was like, just kidding, Sia. Yeah. Remember when she was anonymous? Breathe me. Remember breathe me? <laughs> the hair. Breathe I'm like, me is such wow. an important song. Breathe me is what you listen to when you're so exhausted <laughs> and you're so overwhelmed and you can't even cry. And you're just, just like, be my friend. Oh, wrap me up. That's <laughs> so Wait, funny. you definitely watched Six Feet Under for sure. Did you? Never mind. Totally. Didn't what was that? that? It was a show on HBO like years ago. I've heard about it. And it was like in a funeral home and there was like a gay character. But how they ended the whole series was that song <laughs> playing as a character just just like has a frustrated cry and drive and then you wow. show it's gorgeous actually that's what a mortality show jesus christ so the show right. is well, it's around six feet under yeah. like, oh wait i God. thought that was from the 80s well to like 2000 like maybe late 90s then 2000 <laughs> well it's almost 80s late 90s <laughs> so In sexy yeah. so they almost like you know how law and order always starts with a crime dun, dun, yeah da, da, this always starts with someone dying and it would be because it was a so place in a funeral home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of also Law and Order. Totally valid. And I know, it's um, funny that Law and Order was like, like it's supposed to be like general crimes, but it's like it's always a murder. I know. Yeah. It's like you can't really top. Well, that. not SVU. SVU. They well, obviously, SVU well, no, they actually is do like die a lot. Victims, but 
straight up Law and Order. Yeah. I guess they have the organized crime one now too. Don't Which is they? like kind of boring. That's cool. You watch? No, I have though. You keep up. You're you looking for up. receipts. I love Law and Order. I anyway. pay for Peacock just to watch Law and Order. Mm-hmm. Six feet mm-hmm. under in the very mm-hmm. last scene. This character with red hair. She's oh. driving in her car, and like all the characters, because the show is about death. The whole show is about death. Wait, are you, I've heard the finale of Six Feet Under is iconic. Is this what you're about to say? Oh, it's iconic. Okay, okay. And like you just see how every single person on the show dies, and it's just like you fast forward to all the parts that they die, and you're like, oh yeah, one day I might just have one of them heart attacks and just die. Absolutely. But today I'm still gonna be anxious about whether or not I'm gonna go to Equinox, and that's so sad. Uh, every day. Not, it's not a sob story. I think heart attack is most likely, even though every day I'm like, I'm probably going to get stabbed. Like, I always think I'm going to get murdered. But, like, it's not going to be that cool. (laughs) I would love, probably, for it to be some cool death and it's, like, on the news. But, like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Do you think it will be a heart attack? I mean, I feel like everyone has them. I'm thinking I'm going to be something skinnish. Skin related. Skin related? Skin? Yeah. I really know my way around a tanning bed. You need to stop derma rolling if you're scared of dying (laughs) your skin. (laughs) You need to get some... Meat. Beef tallow. Beef tallow. Yeah, I Guys. will say that I'm wearing sunscreen right now. I don't know oh, if you can tell because it's 2023 and this is the you year I wear sunscreen. I've been wearing sunscreen too. I've been, about it. I've been good about it. It's Do we so look important. better? Yes. Yeah, the sun um, is not touching me. No. Should we Should we get into some boys clubs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How, to give us an example, like what is <laughs> a boys club that you're not in? That I'm not in? Oh, okay. I wrote this down. Okay, so the boys club, I thought a lot about this. I'm excited. so excited. The boys club that I'm not in. I think boys, <laughs> all boys everywhere, can, they always fall asleep fast. Oh, that's like, good. <laughs> I, throughout my years of noticing boys falling asleep, I'm always the one that's like awake and then they start twitching. Like they get yes. to the phase where they're twitching. I'm like, how the hell are they already in their twitching phase? It's been like five minutes and I'm like, this is a, this is boys. Yeah. Okay. You're so I right. think that what you're, I think the deeper boys club you're describing is People with with privilege who don't yes, have yes. a thousand things in their mind, <laughs> exactly, which are anxiety. Yeah, they are 100%. sleeping soundly. They they're are going, not thinking they're right out. No, mm-hmm. they're like, mm-hmm. oh, my day was normal. I'm just gonna go to sleep. Versus, oh my god, I need to recap. Yeah, what happened to, to me? that guy that I yelled at in the street? Yeah, find me. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, that's it's so incredible. true. So I remember back in the back in the day when I uh, was dating cis men. I remember too being like, they fall asleep so fast. I'm so jealous. So jealous. It's crazy. Also, like, you shouldn't be falling asleep so fast next to me. <laughs> like, I just, I think it's rude. Like, I feel like you should be a little, like, nervous, yeah. like, anxious and being like, oh, like, tossing and turning. It's like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm fully calm and relaxed. I'm going to go to sleep. Wait, this is weird, and we can cut this if you want us to. How do Jack's little legs fit in the bed? <laughs> that man is um, six nine. Yeah, do you guys have a California king? Oh, my God. I've been thinking about getting one, but he, so he sleeps diagonal. Mm. And I have to, I, I'm in there. <laughs> I'm, it's like um, a triangle. Yeah. It's like a. We meet. Do you sleep in fetal position? Yeah. But I don't have to. I can stretch. Yeah. And be okay. Yeah. But he's diagonal and that's just the world. Do you have a full bed? A queen bed? We have a full. Wow. <laughs> Do his little toes stick out at the end? Yeah. 
And he still falls right asleep. Is he used he's to it switching. though? Because he's been taught for so long. He's used to it now. Yeah. 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 That's kind of. He's probably been taught for what? I get a scared when my now. legs hang off that someone will grab them from underneath the bed. And they, they will. It does occur to you. And that's why like, you're not falling right asleep. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you're God. not falling right asleep because you're watching MSNBC too late. <laughs> it's oh. absolutely. It's really nice to be like at the end of the day, be like, "What's going on with these affidavits? You know what I mean? What's happening out oh, here? Jeez. We're talking about the documents. You know, all of it. All of it. If affidavit, if there's breaking news and affidavit is involved, I'm watching. I think it's really cool to watch the news. Wait, thank you. Yeah, because I, I, okay, this is not, uh, this is not a boys' club, but I do. Uh, two months ago, I, I got Fubo, which is a yeah <laughs> TV. Is that football? TV. No, it's TV. It's like, <laughs> it's like some sort of cable, and I have it, and I was like, I'm gonna watch CBS. Wait, no. Yes, there's something so peaceful about TV. Yes. Jeopardy, 7 p.m. Oh my god, mm-hmm. no, it's heaven. I whenever I go home to Connecticut, I'm like, okay, let's flip. And it's so awesome to flip through. And I was in a hotel last weekend, yes. and Jack and I were like, let's flip. And we flipped, and we watched. We flipped between Shark Tank uh-huh. and um, the show where they joke, they do pranks, Impractical Jokers. Yes. yes. And when one that hit is on commercial, twenty four seven. It's on twenty four seven. It's and it's so good. Yeah. Like you can't say it's not good. We'd switch when one hit commercial. We go back to Shark Tank, then we flip back, and it was heaven. Oh. Because yeah. watching Shark Tank, like <laughs> streaming that with no commercials, you're a fucking loser. That is so <laughs> weird. Uh, fucking life. So weird. The only way you should watch it is if you're forced to, because it's on TV. Yeah. It's the only thing. Same thing with House Hunters. Like you should yeah. have to watch the commercials. That's something. Yes. I yeah. You need a little break from that. Yeah. I I do miss about like I think one of the weird things about streaming is like that you get to choose obviously that's the whole point of it but yes. like there's something about just turning the tv on and be like i'm at the mercy of what they are yes. offering at 5 p.m yes well because let's talk about this now i don't think enough people talk about this when you're you know sitting on the couch either with a lover or with a bunch of friends mm-hmm. and you guys have to decide those are the options yes <laughs> that's it are they lovers or are they friends <laughs> never both <laughs> and you guys go let's watch a movie you think it's going to be this easy process it is one of the hardest things to ever enter our lives. We open up Netflix and we're like, okay. I This is my least favorite part of life. Yeah. Flipping and being like, should we watch this? No, I've already seen it. No, this isn't that good. This didn't Ugh. have good reviews. And then you spend 15 minutes and then you pick the one and it has to be the greatest movie ever yes. because you've set all these expectations versus yeah. TV. Yeah. Oh, we're 10 minutes into Love Actually. Let's yeah. watch it. Let's just put it on. Yeah. yeah. Are you an ENFP? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Connor <laughs> knows everybody. He's he's he is Wait, Meyer Meyer. It's hard to be us. It's hard. You're you might be ENFP. Wait, is that just me and I not other people? <laughs> people other people don't. You're think A, that? not T, aren't you? I'm not T. Yeah, you're assertive. You're what I would be if I What's if all my on? dreams come true and I stop caring what other people think. Wait, I'm obsessed with you. Wait. I'm okay. I need to backtrack. You sussed that out from yeah. me talking about the Netflix thing. Yeah. He knows everything about that. He can he can <laughs> figure out your Myers Briggs in a in a in a. Wait, you're telling snap. me not everyone thinks that thing about Netflix and it's no mainly I do. I definitely do. I definitely no, it's do. true. But I think that the way that you see the world a little bit, I'm like, yeah, I see you, I get you. Oh my god. Yeah. I would think. I wonder if decisiveness is like a skill that you can practice, even when you don't have an opinion because mm-hmm. like is. i'm often like i don't have an opinion and i'm worried about making the wrong decision and it's like mm-hmm. no, 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 no. and it's just like fucking pick something and run i think i heard this advice on a podcast so i'm gonna say it on a podcast Hell there's yeah. never a right decision you make a decision and then you make it right mm. and i was oh. like that changed my life because mm. i was telling my friend the other day she was like i don't know if i should go out or stay in and i gave her this advice and I was like, literally just pick one and just freaking run with it. Yeah. And yeah. also what I do, I've been working on decisiveness. I pretend 
like there's no other option you know what ah, I mean? Yeah, like, I'm yeah. like, oh, if I'm going to go out, I, I cannot stay in. Like, yeah. there is a family in my apartment, and yeah. I, I cannot I stay in. Yeah, I have yeah. to get out. And like, oh, if I didn't have a fun night, well, it's the only thing I could have done. So yeah. like, I had to be out. And then you don't feel bad. Yeah. Like, oh, I could have stayed in. No, you couldn't have. No, you couldn't have. There was That's, a family. Yeah, that we're all ENFs, if it matters. So like, the difference, <laughs> okay, okay. Cool. those keeping track at home. <laughs> Nico is more structured than Caroline and myself. That's like a big difference between you think? the two of us. Yeah, the J is a Would little bit of structure. Yourself? Okay. So would you consider yourself structured? Um, I'm thinking no. Okay. But I'm trying. I'm definitely trying. Okay. Um, I, Jack and I have this new goal, and it's for like structuring our week, versus like, because it's really easy to get back from work and you're so tired and mm-hmm. you're like, I just want to watch TV. Yeah. But like, you feel so much better if you like you spend the two hours writing or like just yeah. doing something. So like, we're trying to structure our week out where it's like. Don't fall into that trap mm-hmm. and like force yourself to like get on your laptop or notebook and just like write even if it's terrible because mm-hmm. like 80% of the stuff you write is going to be bad, but like yeah. just force yourself. So I'm trying to structure my life out. Yeah. Getting that first thing done S- is uh, so hard. Starting but is once the you start, it's Once like, you start, oh. it goes. It's, mm-hmm. it's like the law of physics, like what's it called? Inertia? Where it's like it if is you continue inertia. to it, moving, will move, you know? Yeah. It's like I just want to sit I think in motion die. stays in motion or whatever it is. <laughs> I think so. Somebody check me at home. Um <laughs> But yeah, it is the hardest thing just to just to freaking start. Wait, yeah. what were we talking about right before that? Uh, I really Netflix like the part- choices and stuff. Oh yeah, Netflix choices and how boys are so privileged that they just like, oh because they fall right they asleep. fall right asleep. They don't lie awake all night thinking about all the things that can happen. Think to about us. the things they did or didn't choose on Netflix. Like then, they're just yeah. Boys <laughs> fall asleep so easily, but they don't fall asleep during movies, which is what I'm doing constantly. Mm. You mean like me and Tar and then Jesse Valerie's like, hey, hey. <laughs> You fell asleep during Tar? Yeah, it, I loved it. I was just tired, and also it was boring. <laughs> you were in the theater, yeah. I assume. Oh, my God. Wow. To fall asleep in a movie theater chair is crazy. See, my theory is... There we go. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. See, there's nothing... See, that says a lot about that movie. Because falling oh. asleep in public as a person who could be, like, uh, taken advantage of, you're just like, ah, I can't do that. Okay. No. <laughs> Slay. <laughs> That's... Yeah, and also in those gross fucking chairs. Oh my god! Oh, we yeah. talked about that the other day. How like we were saying that like movie theaters are getting too comfortable with like the cushions and the chairs yes. and like the and like the recliners and it's like I don't need to feel like in exactly. That is the difference between Tar and like Babylon because Babylon was three hours and eight minutes. I did not mm. fall asleep because it was fucking psychotic. Three right. hours and eight minutes. Yeah, so so long. Movies do not need to be that long. They shouldn't mm-hmm. be that long, and this one really shouldn't have been that long. This one should have been one hour. Yep. Movie should only be one hour and twenty minutes, like After Sun. Did you see After Sun? No, but. Who, who's that boy? Yes. Paul Mescal. Yes. Paul Mescal? Paul Mescal. Oh, Paul Fuentes. I will say, but Paul is the hottest person that I've ever been in love with, and I love him, and I'll die for ever him. Ever been in love with. So and it's not just the hottest person, but it's the hottest. Now, so. I know. And like, I, if you ever want to feel sad, go to Phoebe Bridgers and scroll. <laughs> so what I care about is. Phoebe and Bo Burnham. Yes. Because Bo Burnham has a girl he's been with for so long. So what the hell is going on? Do you think that music and comedy are similar in that, like, this is the part where I, like, suck my own dick on this podcast, where it's, like, comedy (laughs) is, like, comedy's, like, really raw, but it is. Like, it's when you're creating your own content that's similar (laughs) with music, whereas, like, actors are out there being, like, what what a rose by a thorn it's like shut up yeah you're and then, not doing like, anything yeah they're doing literally nothing they're yeah, just projecting they're doing nothing um <laughs> and then also it's like there's like a raw it's like you it's mm-hmm. like you're the truest rawest version of yourself mm-hmm. they're like churning out to present to people it's yeah i think music is more vulnerable than stand-up though yeah that's probably true because stand-up is kind of all like 
La this la. is a this is a, a guarded version of what I feel about this topic. Yeah, you know, whereas music can be really indulgent in the like raw. We were talking about that with Taylor Swift, how she goes not even to the saddest thing, but like the most embarrassing part about it, which <laughs> totally. is even more raw in my opinion. Yeah, they actually probably move in opposite direct. Actually, probably move in opposite directions. <laughs> in that they both start from a kernel of truth. And music, as you write the song, I imagine, becomes like you dive more and more into that truth. Mm. Whereas comedy, it's like, here's a true thing that we have dressed up to be as funny as possible. Mm. Because at the end of the day, you just want to make Absolutely. people laugh. And you'll do anything to make people laugh. And like, so it's like, we start in a true place and they go truer and we go like maybe a little bit less true. That's nice. I think that's a good thesis. Yeah. That's good. I think we landed on it. Thank Our, you. That's really good. Uh, we like to do a lot of theories on the pod. Well, yeah, I can tell. The three tell. of us do process information externally because of the ENF part. See, you you know more about ENF. Because I've always wanted someone, I just, I've always wanted a box to explain me to myself. <laughs> to make Aww. this world make a little bit more sense. Yeah. It's nice to be able to categorize things sometimes, I think. Like sometimes so when you're true. sad and you just Google ENFP, loss. And then you can see here's how many NFP experiences loss, you know, it just like helps you understand your brain a little bit. And then one time I had this boss, she was a fucking horrible person. Cut all that. No, no, keep her name though. Keep her name though. She works here now. She works here. And no, no, at corporate. So like you can, don't know what, like, so actually that is an office space. Actually even more specific. You could LinkedIn her ass. Yeah. (laughs) But she just sucked. And I was like, why does this person suck so bad? And then I Googled her Myers-Briggs and I was like, oh, she just prioritizes different things. And we like really find friction in that. You know what I'm thinking about a lot lately? What? I think it's related to this, but like it is. I need to be more forgiving okay. of people's personality quirks. Mm. Give an example. So like someone will say something rude and I'm like, oh my god, that person's rude. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't like them. Okay, but and like then, <laughs> how rude. Like pretty rude, but then I'm like <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> like talk like talking bad about someone. Sure. Like okay. and I'm like, ugh. And then I like I like feel like I can write someone off quickly i'm like oh that was really rude like stop being rude like mm-hmm. that's not a good thing to do but in 2023 i'm like you know what everyone has different myers-briggs everyone has different <laughs> personality types like maybe that's just who they are like i can't i have tons of flaws like i know people don't write me off because of my little flaws like i need to be more forgiving of people's little like flaws that maybe i don't like but it's like that's just who they are yeah and like we're I all flawed often think that okay so sometimes people really are just like total dicks but then other times they're INFJs or like INFPs <laughs> and they're like introverted which I used to be you oh you've you've become you can more change yeah yeah you I'm trying to change the one that you are so I can plug our mics in but I you want to be like me or something? I want to be like more structured <laughs> but I, I like that we have a balance I love yeah. you I feel like we shouldn't be the same it's like a yin yang thing oh my god yeah don't be the same don't be the same <laughs> But we're still extroverted, intuitive feelers, and those are objectively good letters. So like, we're not switching. <laughs> S means thinks less. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I know they're not good or bad. Like, you were just getting onto a point about being like everybody has a different Myers Briggs, and it's all valid, and then being like, actually, one of them's better. <laughs> well, the funny thing about the last letter is like, so they're all neutral, but then the last letter they added assertive versus turbulent. This the is Myers Briggs podcast. This is it is. I hate that it is turbulent. But um. I'm turbulent and you're assertive. And I feel like to be assertive is simply better because I feel like turbulent is before therapy and then assertive is after. Assertive is a turbulent person with coping mechanisms. Like, sure. oh. like what good is, like it's going to be self-aware. It's going to know how you're perceived. It's going to be high, like achieving, but like that's, everyone would be happier with more assertion. Hmm. Wow. It's so interesting to hear. Is assertive in Myers-Briggs like the classic 
definition they've of it, added, assertive? They've added a fifth letter. Oh. And by they, I mean the council. The council of Myers. The council of Myers. The council of Myers. I hope Myers. that they're Mr. married. Myers dash They're fucking. Oh, my God. They're fucking. Do you know anything about who created this? You're mad at me. I think Carl John. John Meyer. Young. Carl Young. Carl Young. Carl Young said. Of, that's from Legally uh, Blonde. Psychology. Yeah. Psychology I might be absolutely making that up. And then people are going to know I don't really know anything. I'm going to look into it. But I feel bad because I think what you said was really interesting before and then I went on a tangent about myself. Totally. So I'm so with you. I've been tr- This year I've been trying to be more conscious of like, am I just jumping to conclusions so fast out of like my own need to feel like I have control or something? Absolutely. You know? Well, yeah, it's... It's the easy thing to do. Be right. like, oh, this person said something sus. That person sus. Yeah. And then be like, whatever. Versus like, oh, they're probably a very nuanced person. I right. literally do not know them at all. Right. Like, I know nothing about them. Like, I can't just assume that I do because they said X, this y, crazy Z. thing. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And it's hard to do. It is hard to do. We're all learning. We're learning. I really need a worksheet with examples. Sure. I can do that for you. Wait, can I give one example? Sure. Did you see my story yesterday where I, it was a, such an annoying story, but whatever. It was like, um, about my, about how the picture of Jen Wagley is going to get framed. No, that was so funny. Oh, I, I love that. Here's the thing. It was, I was so like, beautiful. This is going to be so annoying so to random people, that. but people that like get, get you. People that know Jen, they're going to be like, this is okay. so <laughs> No, this is hilarious. <laughs> Shout out and, Jen. But I wrote their accent for my lover for multiple reasons. One, because I think that it's good to get to a place where like, I don't know, like we are inclusive. And then two. I don't know if I'll end up with an NB person, mm-hmm. with a male person. Who the fuck knows? Life is long and strange. Yeah. And I don't even like dicks that much. Anyway, so I wrote that. And then a cis gay man, white, just responded. This isn't even that bad, but like I'm a turbulent. Wrote their accent in quotes, very inclusive. In like a way that I was okay. like, if a queer person said that, it'd be like, okay. But like, or I guess he's queer, whatever. But like, Coming from a cis huh. white gay man who could do more, because it didn't feel. It felt sarcastic. I didn't even mm. register that that was the pronoun you used. Exactly. It's like he's like winking at you. Like I see. Yeah. It's I like see you that don't... you're woke. Yeah. And like, and it's like, uh huh. Okay, Planet Pride. You know what yeah. I mean? And almost in a way where it's like, like cis gay men are like, we know we need to be doing better. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like not like super genuine. And it's just like, I see you're trying. And it's like, no, yeah. I'm actually we feel this way. You know. Like, there were so many yeah. hilarious, interesting things in that thing that I wrote. <laughs> the, the fact that the word accent was so funny. And then the fact that he wrote there, like, that he picked up on that, I thought was just like, okay. Yeah. That's totally that is fun. really interesting. I know. I'm going to think about that. Yeah. It was the littlest comment that I thought about extensively, and that's why I'm not sleeping tonight. So, like. <laughs> and then I had to delete it from my notifications because I didn't want to look at it anymore, but I also didn't want to open it because I was, like, actually annoyed. And I was going to give it an eye roll emoji. Wait, that is my. Yeah did this all the time because I would I would like okay this was like especially when I was like going through like a breakup and I had, like would like was like stupidly still trying to talk to an ex that I was like it just like wasn't it was over it wasn't gonna go well for me yeah. I would like del- I, if I sent her a message I would just delete it off of my phone so I couldn't even remember that I'd send it or like see or like read it back I was like I have to have no evidence to like look back at this and feel ashamed of the message that's not yes. going to get a response oh to go away. you know what i mean yes. when you know they're not going to text you back you're just like i just delete it i just can't even look at it i can't yes. look that it you never get a sent response. it and if they response, yeah. oh I oh my god from this to, to nothing oh. yeah wow yeah. out of the blue <laughs> i'm prompted so there's yeah. number deletion in general i think is electric you should not you don't don't memorize their number to have no ability to contact a person is incredible mm. yeah because a lot of times i think the struggle when you're like especially like an early breakup it's like 
I want to talk to this person, blah, and I'm constantly making the decision not to. And it's like, okay, we'll take the decision part away and then just have it be like, because if someone dies, you are going to mourn them and you're going to be sad, but you're not going to contact them because mm-hmm. they're dead. Okay. So it's like, was this relevant? I think so. <laughs> we're, we're circling back it, to the death thing. It took a turn though. Good. Yeah, wait. Okay, but. So your first boy, the boys club you're not a part of is falling asleep. I love you so much. <laughs> I love you too. Love you so no, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get us back to our boys club. No, clubs. I know, I know. I forgot about this that. This is gonna be a bitch to edit. Are you mad at me? No, no, no. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be good. What is the boys club you are a part of? Okay, this is pretty like classic boys club. Like this is a boy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think I'm a part of like gaming culture. Yeah. <laughs> Which ones? So I've played games my whole life. <laughs> like i'm talking like video games yes and like online games like i was animal crossing no okay. no no i was like <laughs> that's you <laughs> i don't think that's boys club that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that connor does <laughs> i'm talking like okay well i was on the internet since like first grade and i would play like a lot of online games yeah i love that there was a moment where you became on the- <laughs> wait you but you online. began surfing you to me when i think about like just like stories you tell and like your stand up and like just like your lore in general. It is like, yeah, you were online early in a way that you're like, you just like culturally like all the like the YouTube and like all of the YouTube. like all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. Because don't, don't, didn't you say? I have a thing about YouTube. You put something on YouTube, right? When you were I young. I think I should bring that because that was in the host set, but I want to try to yes. form that in. But yeah. yeah, it's, um, yeah, I just like post it on YouTube a lot. And like, <laughs> and I, it's so cute. I love thinking about like, young people posting online especially back then like when you had to make a real effort to post because now it's really easy yeah but back then when you post a youtube video man you really wanted it like you really were like i have something to say and like what you had to say was so dumb but like you were in you know fifth grade and you were like i'm putting this online for everyone to see and it's literally like a slideshow of moses arias from hannah montana little rico i don't know if you guys remember him yes it's like photos of him a photo from me in a play and i'm like i'm putting this online <laughs> and it's just like so endearing to think about Wait, like, yeah. why is what why <laughs> wait caroline yeah. you strike me like one thing i'm just, just now thinking of this but like i feel like you're somebody who has known your sensibility and your sense of humor for the entirety of your life in a way that is so evergreen and so beautiful. Like, I feel Aww. like your sensibility is so lived in. And it's like, even though that was like the fifth grade iteration of like who you are as a, as a comedian today, it's like, yeah, that's like, you can just track that that's like a voice that's always been there. In, a, yeah. in like a way that's obviously growing and evolving as you evolve as an artist. But like, it's so like, I don't know. I just like the thought of you putting that online. I'm like, of course, that makes so much sense knowing you now. I don't I'm know. I'm just picturing you standing there while someone's setting up a desktop. And then <laughs> yeah, it's no, on a computer that's got like a full like yes. hard drive that's like five feet tall. No emotion <laughs> on you your face. You can put the discs in it. Intense, I was so ready. You're like Matilda. I think that you have an intense internal situation oh happening, God. but it's not turbulent or negative. It's just like Something's spinning. <laughs> but you're, not, you're calling me like, a word. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it, but you're definitely calling me something. <laughs> That's funny. What, okay, wait. So, but gaming being online and this this video, I I it was at Last Drop, um, the sh- the festival one, mm-hmm. and there's a video I put online from like 2009, and it was like a slideshow of pictures of like actors I liked and like me in a play, and then like <laughs> and there's a mu- there's music behind it, and I think like a random video I took and. I just I was really happy about it. Like I was really proud of it. And like yeah. 
I, why are you in a play? I was acting. <laughs> so actors she was like, like these are artists in conversation. <laughs> this video is about artists in conversation. I was, I was so funny. I was playing a blind girl in the Helen Keller play. <laughs> but not Helen Keller because there were other ones. No, well, I was, a, I was young. Blind I was girl's a foil to Helen Keller. <laughs> I, would, I would act in this high school's plays because they needed young kids. And so they took me. I was like, it was me. Prodigy. This is what started a huge part of my life. It was me, fifth grade. Spending three times a week with high schoolers. Wow. Who were also actors. And I was the only kid. So we, they we've took talked me. about this on the pod. The child, maybe not on the pod, with someone. The child in a high school production is like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Gavroche and Les Mis. It's, yeah. a, it's a whole different world. Like Suddenly you are so much older mm-hmm. and I'm having like crushes on... <laughs> 18 year olds and I'm thinking I have a chance you're going back to fifth grade like you guys don't even know what I'm (laughs) seeing yes exactly (laughs) you guys are fucking kids (laughs) to think in the fifth grade this guy Matt I really like I fully believed I had a chance with it's so awesome to think like that's so cute what was the play the Helen Keller one yeah I forget what it's called but it's about Helen Keller how many is there a door knocking I think someone's playing Wait, with I'll the ball. No, I think that's somebody hammering. Someone's playing. Oh, Slay. Yeah. <laughs> They're hanging up a Beauty and the Beast poster Wait, across the hall. that reminds Near me. Quarter. Near I was quarter. talking to Maddie the other day about Pretty Little Liars and how crazy it was that Aria was dating the teacher, oh Ezra God. Fitz. That happened in Dawson's Creek. Did you watch Dawson's Creek? No. First episode, 14-year-old boy fucking this 35-year-old woman. And I'm like, Jesus. that's actually weird. Whoa. But okay. it was Joshua Jackson. But it's like the way that they framed it to us and were selling it to us was when we were in high, middle and high school. And it was like mm-hmm. tapping into that delusion that you have as a child of being like, no, I am an adult. I am mm-hmm. a woman. I do like, you know, and I, I like have this like, they will respect me and see yes, me that way. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Even though when you're watching it and you're thinking about it now, you're like, that's psychotic that they had a television storyline about, like, child crazy. abuse. Like, that's so yeah. that's so crazy. Yeah, when my world <laughs> came crashing down, it was when uh, we, it was 9 p.m. and rehearsal ended. And you know the age difference at this point. And everyone's going to see Happy Feet at the movie theater. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, let's go. Um, my parents said I could come. And they, like, had to tell me, like, you can't. This is Araby from by James Joyce and his Dubliners. What? The short story Araby. It is? So in Araby, this guy, this little Irish kid, mm. he's working a job, but he's a crush on this girl, and the girl says, okay, I'll meet you at the carnival. Mm. So then he gets off. He's so excited because he loves this girl. And then like, there's all this hope. And then he gets off of work, and he goes to the carnival, and he's too late because the carnival is closed. Oh. And in that moment, it's like he, a loss of innocence. Yeah. He realizes sadness. Yeah. yeah. It's not beautiful. That was it. Well, it was... It, I really did. Real, I remember in that moment. I remember being there by the door and being like, "I'm, I can come." My parents said I can go. Like I asked them, and I realized when they said no, I was like, "Oh yeah, I am a kid. Like um. they don't want to bring this kid to the theater. I am not one of them. Like we were friends, and it felt like they were my age, and we were friends, and they were so sweet to me. But like that's when it crossed the line. Wait, it's so weird though because like in that moment, you in a way have this like loss of innocence of becoming almost less of a kid even when Mm -hmm. they're like acknowledging that you are a kid because you're like to be a kid is to not even know that you're a kid but when Mm -hmm. you recognize that is like a sort of a loss of innocence that almost like springs you into an adulthood absolutely which makes it all more crushing because you're like actually now i feel like i should be there because i am one of you to be sprung into adulthood oh my god Wow. But we got off of gaming. <laughs> <laughs> to be sprung into adulthood. But 
gaming i the, my most boy game is i play a, a first person shooter game on my computer wow and it's called counter-strike global offensive and it's <laughs> on your CSGO on my la- on my macbook pro that and i got from because there's not like this is so dumb never mind i was gonna say there's not like a thing where you there's hold. not a controller so dumb. No. I, I no no that's a totally that. an awesome question because you use your mouse but a lot of games are controllers like Connor's proud. <laughs> no 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 it's i not. feel like if that was the no. thing that was happening we that's... would know about it like we would know that people were having controllers on their laptops well people have controllers for you know the console yeah. games but i got like... off topic to, for my own ego you go no that's valid <laughs> and in this game you play as either terrorist terrorist or counter-terrorist okay which is awesome and you're randomly thrown into it. And so, like, if you're a counter-terrorist, you have to go and defuse the bomb. If you're a terrorist, you have to plant a bomb. Mm-hmm. And it's so much fun. But a big part of the game is using voice chat. And uh, I, I, can't. I can't. Voice chat? Voice chat. So you have to go oh. on the chat and be like, he's coming on A. He's coming up cat. Like, the enemy. You have to give the insane <laughs> yeah. to describe this game. And I can't do it because if I speak, I will... Like, the whole game will... I'm not being dramatic. Like, everything will fall apart. Because you're a woman. Because I'm a woman. Uh. And it's like... I've done it before. And it's hell. And you can't mute them because it's really helpful to hear the call-outs. So you're just, like, hearing, like, non-stop, like, bullshit towards you. Uh. And so I just I just don't speak anymore. You just can't do it. Cause Wait, it's, it's a, really as bad as they say it is. It's even worse. Oh, it's man. so bad. It's crazy. And it's like, yeah... It's a lot of 13-year-olds. But then sometimes you hear a guy, and he, you know he's older, and it's like, wow, this is your life. Wow. That's so sad. That's brutal. Because, oh my god, it makes me it's feel crazy. For, the, for the gamer girls who are like, you know, on Twitch and like really in it. Like, I'm sure that they get some of some of the worst, like, unregulated online hate Absolutely. crap. Yeah. Absolutely. I actually got tricked once. I was playing, and I heard a girl speak. She was on my team, and I was like, oh my god. And so I said, hey what's up i'm a girl too and then this other guy god bless him he comes on voice chat and he goes don't trust her that's not a girl and i said what the hell are you talking about and he goes sometimes guys use voice changers this app voice changer to pretend to be a girl because she started saying a lot of weird shit and i was like this is not this is not normal she started talking about weird stuff and then he said um a lot of people try to trick others by pretending to be a girl with this voice changer and they say like weird stuff and i was like oh fuck i thought i had met Someone finally. Damn. I want a voice changer to sell mask for my hinge voice memo. Ooh, that could be good. <laughs> that's so sad. Oh, that's so interesting. Do, are there ever any like do they make any like online communities where you can like just play with like other women or anything like you that? You definitely can. I'm sure you can join like a Discord community and then like only log on with your five girls and then yeah, then you'd be good. Oh. I hope to, I'm sure that they're making that, and I hope that they continue to because I I want I want That's people awesome. to be able to play and then not have to I feel know. like they're gonna get hate crimed online. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is, is so fun. scary out there. It is. I was actually I was thinking about this earlier when we were talking about um being snatched when you're like when you're little snatched like a up. lot of it was being snatched because yeah. because your initial reaction to that was oh you mean having a a hot jaw yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you know we were talking about how we're also snatched now. <laughs> this but is a snatch group. I feel like being online and when you were in early 2000s it was so intensely about like do not speak to strangers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you will get targeted and you will get snatched and my whole mo online was speaking to strangers like and it <laughs> and it was fine but yeah. like i never and i made like friends online who i still have today and like i'm the bridesmaid for her now uh, like no yeah yeah like i have these girls where did you meet her on one of my online games i played in fourth grade like, from she penguin. like it was similar she lives in california 
Where? Um, San Diego. Oh, fun. You got to go there. That's cool. I'm get, we're going to go to Mexico for her wedding. Oh. Wow. But like, you know, back then it was like my parents were always like, don't talk to strangers. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, yes, yes, yes. Talking to so many strangers. Yeah. Most of the time, they were other 12-year-old girls that right. were awesome and now are my BFFs. So Is stranger funny. danger over? Uh, we we're not kids. We don't have kids. Which is no, I feel like her online, like, literacy is just stronger. I feel like we were growing up in a time mm-hmm. where like the internet was still so new, and it was like, I, like I don't know. I feel I don't know, maybe in a way we're also like immu- Wait, not I'm immune, not immune, but dark. we're like used to it being crazy. I don't know. That's like par for the course with the internet. I don't know. Does this that make is sense? Really dark, and it oh. comes back to the Idaho College murders. Okay. okay. Yeah, no. Yeah. From what we can tell, they would probably would not. This is not a blame thing, but it's like a facts, like of how internet is in our lives now. It wouldn't have happened if they weren't online. Wouldn't have happened if they weren't online. But they maybe and not also a blame found thing. Him if it wasn't online too, it's kind of a double sided thing. Like he found these hot girls that were putting themselves out there. We don't know. But because I, of I, social I, media, they also like were able to track. Did I say that in a blamey way? No. no I didn't no. mean in a blamey no, way, but we valid. all do. Like we are public figures, and we're only going to become more public. Yes. I love and more and more figures. And yes, figures. more of a figure, less of a human. Even yes, yes. And it's like well, restaurateurs even. Yeah, <laughs> like if there's a world where you're not on the internet, but that's also a world where you're not a public figure. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I remember, I remember being a kid and like I wasn't really allowed to be on like Club Penguin or any of that. And then I remember when kids started doing Omegle, and I was like. <gasps> Oh my that's god! So is it scary. Omegle just where you sit there and wait for a dick to pop up? Yeah, and I was no, like, you don't. You don't wait for it. Oh, totally. You skip it. It pops up. I <laughs> so, the exact uh, opposite. I'm yeah. hearing privilege. I'm hearing uh, privilege. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I never went on. I don't think I've ever actually been on Omegle. Good, good. You shouldn't. It always scared me, and I feel like that I, I was one exist. of those things. Where I was like, if my parents ever found out that I was on it, they would kill me. Yeah, it's the worst of the worst. Yeah, that is the darkest part of the. Well, probably not. There's probably a darker part of the internet, but like that to me, that's the darkest part of the internet. That's a common Law and Order, SVU thing. Is like gaming chat rooms, like that for sure is like a recurring thing. Wait, I wanted to give a shout out and and credit to this thought to Damien, our sweet friend Damien. Shout out, boys know him as a as a previous guest of the pod. He was talking about how he was like, I want to see what the dark web looks like. And he's like, I feel like we all have our own idea of what we think it looks like. Do you guys have like a like a, a I've been like on a vision? It. You've been on, yeah. What a does creepy it look guy. Like? It looks like um a janky. Well, I went on one website on the okay. dark web, and it's you're allowed to go on it. Like it's right. not illegal to go on it, and it looks like a janky version of Amazon. Interesting. I don't yeah. think I understand what the dark web is. The dark web you can buy is like kidneys, maybe. I don't know. It's like a, it's like a certain. I'm not gonna say it technologically correctly, but like it's like a certain uh, type of website that is not accessible on just the modern browser, like Safari. So you have to download a type, a, a program that allows you to access these different types of websites, and then you can access tons of websites on the dark web. Wait. Which are like places. To, usually, you go on the dark web to purchase something that you cannot purchase legally on a normal website. A kidney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guns. A literal kidney. Guns. Weird Drugs. exotic animals, probably. Mm-hmm. I got mushrooms right on my phone. <laughs> yeah, mushrooms are everywhere nowadays. Yeah, you, those are those are legal. Up. Yeah. Slay. Slay. Wait, guns, animals, like tigers. Drugs, Drugs. tigers, probably humans. And uh, yeah. and they're not. It's not mo- monitored Maybe. by the gov. Um, they no. The government is definitely monitoring it. Absolutely. Yeah. The government knows about it and they can track you. But um, you, 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 when you buy something on the dark web, you, you know, you go through like an alias and you don't you use Bitcoin to pay versus Crypto like stuff. just like putting your debit card because then you're found immediately. And, um, but yeah. 
Yeah. I've looked at it. I can show you guys. Were there pictures of organs? In my mind, I it was like so. it was like black screen and then like green type. Oh, like a terminal. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're just coding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. diffusing a bomb. And it was know. like, yeah, you had to like know some sort of like special language, like computer mm-hmm. language, to access it. I feel a not surfer. happy that it's yeah. there. I feel like I actually feel like my if someone were monitoring my like levels of anxiety and stuff, I feel like they've risen a little bit. Really? Since starting this conversation, yeah. thinking about the dark web. It's yeah. it's okay. It's okay that it exists. I'm not thrilled. I wish it weren't there. I don't like the kidney part. The kidney part really fucks me up. But maybe that's like people who are getting around healthcare stuff that like can't. Oh my, you know? oh my god. Okay, Nico. reframe. Oh my god, it's so true. Like there's yeah. probably some good stuff happening that is just like the red tape that exists in like our world is just such yes. bullshit that people are getting things done posi- possibly. There's also a lot of nefarious things happening, I'm sure, mostly. But I bet there are some positives. Okay, should we ask our last question? Karen, what is a boys club that you wish to see in the world? It's crazy that we've had this conversation because this final answer is so related wow. to it. The dark web. Sometimes you're, <laughs> sometimes you're in the zone. Yeah, this yeah, is exactly. one of those days. But um, I pretty much just wanted an excuse to bring this up, but I want to go back to the old days um, of the internet and start using like MySpace and um, like Blogspot again. And like yeah. I think if we all form a group and just do it together, it's possible. Yeah. Because if we do it alone, it's not fun. But like I started a blog spot a month a month or two ago, okay. and it's been heaven. Versus can, like Substack newsletters. Can you um can you elaborate on what like for if any of the boys at home don't know what Blogspot is? Can you like elaborate on it a little bit? Oh yeah, Blogspot was an amazing website that still exists today. Where um it used to be really popular. Like everyone instead of having you know an Instagram, everyone had a Blogspot, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just your online blog, oh, and you posted. Yeah, block spot. I remembered. Oh my god, find <laughs> it. This is heaven. Yes. And it was like it was like Tumblr, um, but just like a, a you know jankier version of Tumblr. Yeah. And you just like wrote about your days, and you know maybe were creative and wrote short stories and just had fun. And then you would visit your web your friends' websites versus like being notified of their posts or yeah. like seeing a feed. You had to actively click your friends' websites and blogs to keep up and read and keep up. You had to be active, and <sighs> I I loved it, and I think. It'd be so fun to go back to that time. And like I have one and I only have one other friend that started. And it's great. We read each other's blogs and then we text each other and we're like, wow. And we leave comments and we're like, your blog post was sick. Okay. This this is so relevant to what we've been talking about because it also has to do with like the active choice versus like the passive choice to be just told what to see on your yes. feeds. Yes. And I love that. And something that we started doing, um, there's a there's a substack um I, I started listening to because um, another uh, one of our guests, Charlie Bardet, shout out, um, was featured on it. And so that's how I saw it, it came up on my Instagram. Mm. And then I started finding It's uh, called Maybe Baby by this woman named Haley Nauman. And she does these, I think that's how you say her last name. I have to look. But um, she does these lists every Friday of 15 things I consumed this week. And it's mm. like, here's a book I read in an article and like a really great dish I had. And like, and just, it can be like consumed in like a really like inclusive understanding of what that word could mean. Mm-hmm. Um and so me and Maddie and Issa and some other friends who had read it started doing this for a while. We were on like a kick where every Monday we would send like, here's our 15 things we consumed this Aww. week to each other, which was kind of mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. It was a really sweet way to keep up with each other and like mm-hmm. see what people's lives were, like what people were up to. And like, especially over the summer because people were taking trips and like going up mm-hmm. to like wherever and doing it. 
and we, we got out of a habit of doing it, but I want to get back into it because I was like, this is so much better than like looking at somebody's fucking Instagram story. Absolutely. Especially because for us, it's like, oh, this is like the show I'm doing this week. And then it's like, which is great, but it's like, no. <laughs> it's so transactional. And so yeah. it's become such a like, I'm sure you guys feel this way too. It's become such a promotional platform and like a business platform that I'm like, it's terrible. It's not as fun. But like, I love to hear about what people's like little, you know, the, a book they loved or a recipe they tried or yeah. some good new restaurant they had. Like, that's Where so like much suddenly, more interesting. You're creating content that is not, the goal is not to get seen or be perceived. You're just like connecting with people that Yes, love. exactly. Which I think Ernest. sometimes community. can a little bit be Ernest community. Yeah. yeah. Close friend story kind. Like sometimes you're trying to make your friends giggle or whatever, but you're not trying to get like seen or like a yeah. bunch of like likes on shit like that. Yeah. Like, it's like an earnest. You're right, earnest. Yeah. There's an earnestness there. I think it's nice to be earnest. I think we're moving away from this like, um, what's it? Um, it's just like superficial. An, yeah, the irony. Like, I mean, that's a whole mm. thing in comedy too, but mm. I do feel like that's kind of losing its steam. Yeah. Um, what is the word? Like knowing that you're being, being ironic, but forcing it anyway. I don't know. Yeah. But like, I feel like we do have a, a, a a craving for just like earnest little writings yeah. yeah and like yeah the close friends but sometimes it's like too many details like on instagram stories like <laughs> yeah. i know so much about this person's life and like when i see someone that i haven't seen in like a month i'm like i can recite yeah what they've done doing. Yeah. this past month and <laughs> yeah. i'm like i shouldn't have to do that yeah. i should be asking you like what did you do this month and then i learned versus like i sure. know yeah. <laughs> i know what you did but yes i'm back to your back to your voice club you want to build I am so. Oh, about, yeah. Because we were actually talking to. Oh, God, I'm just referencing so many guests today. When we were talking to Moss Pericone, lovely, mm-hmm. um, he was saying how he's like the social media he's really into right now is Reddit and getting into specific yeah. Reddit threads and just yes. reading about your interests. And I was like, that's such a better way mm-hmm. to be online and in community with people about things you actually like want to talk about. I agree completely. And there's. I mean, I've been thinking about it a lot since Elon bought Twitter. Mm-hmm. That's when I started my, like, let's go back to the old days because. I don't know. I think everyone's kind of flooding Twitter, not flooding, um, fleeing Twitter Mm -hmm. (laughs) and going to like new websites. And I think uh, there's this new website called Mastodon, which is like supposed to be like a alternative to Twitter. And it's like decentralized, like there's no owner. And that's very much like you have to find your community first, similar to Reddit. Like you have to find your perfect Mastodon page Mm. and be part of it. It's like people that like dogs Mm -hmm. who live in Chicago. And then that's your page. And you just like kind of are in that world. Versus like, like seeing everything, almost. like Facebook groups, exactly. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, and I think just like going down into one community is so much better than just like seeing a ton of random shit that we're all seeing. Yeah. Like that was my big pet peeve with like, you know, Twitter and even Instagram. Like we're all consuming the same things. So like when we talk about it, it's like, oh my God, did you see that funny video? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, everybody's and it's the like, same okay. tweet. Yeah. <laughs> then there's nothing else after that. Oh, versus like so learning true. from Connor. Like Connor saw this thing in his... Yeah. community page oh cool that is really interesting that we all watch different movies we all read different books we all consume completely different media but then mm-hmm. another the consumption is social tweets. yep yeah so they northeast love it catholic combo is a little irish italian oh my Wait, god three northeast cat oh no well no you're northeast yes. i was from three yeah. northeast catholics taking Who? down the dark web enfps enfps taking down dark web and oh. calling for community absolutely at every turn and on that no, we can't switch yet. Uh, oh, but kidding. before we go, Caroline, can we, uh, can we plug your socials? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, my blog spot is um, yes. <laughs> bathrobes with a Z. Yes. <laughs> dot blogspot. I'm amazing about that. 
That's Thank crazy you. That you yeah, got it's that. my gamer. It's my use, username. Gamertag. Hell yeah. Um, my Instagram is <laughs> Christina Aguilera. <laughs> this is the dumbest. <laughs> I know that confuses me a lot. I don't know why. I love it. The listeners are like, How did this you get is that? so useless. Um, <laughs> we put it in the show notes too. So anybody that wants. Oh, to perfect. It. Yeah. It's um. Well, it's um, an illusion. Wait, does she not have an Instagram? It's an illusion. She has Christi- She has Xtina, but I have Christina Aguilera. The A of Christina and Aguilera are one, and it's A-G-I-U instead uh, of A-G-U-I. So at first glance, I have Christina Aguilera. Does, at- do people ever tag you in things that are Christina Aguilera? Um, people ever? I've gotten tagged once, mm. and I've gotten DM'd once. Nice. Um, but that's it. Was I the DM have- scary? No, no, no. It's just like a spam. Hi. Christina Aguilera, please. <laughs> please. Can we, scan, can we send you a product? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I should have. And uh, and your show, Last Drop, is on February 6th at Union Hall? Yes. 7 p.m.? 7.30. 7.30. But show up at 7. But show up at 7. <laughs> be there for for Doors. The music yeah. is good. It's going to um, be fun. Awesome. All right, we'll get out of here on a smooch on three. One, two, three. Hey, boys. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on socials? You can find me on Instagram at Connor Janda. That's C-O-N-O-R panda with a j you can find me at nico carney and ico carney c-a-r-n-e-y you can follow both of us at boys club comedy on instagram we have a monthly show at club coming last week of the month uh if you're in new york city you better come hang out come part be part of the club okay see you soon boys xoxo bye